Thank you, everybody. And Merry Christmas to y'all. Can I just say, I'm just glad you're like here because with the trifecta of RSV and the flu and COVID, and then almost everybody I talked to, I thought they were all leaving for home for the holidays. But apparently with this Northeaster that we got coming in, nobody could leave for the holidays. So I'm glad you're here. So my, uh, actually, seriously, we have a, a living planes, trains, and automobiles going on right now as my sister's brother is from Toronto and uh, was planning on flying to Colorado to be at his, uh, uh, Susie's mom's and had to drive to Buffalo because that's a good city to fly out of in the middle of winter. And, uh, but then they, their flight got canceled. They waited and they waited and the flight finally got canceled. So they had to have rent a car and they're driving across the country through this thing. Ah, it's nice to be in the nice warm confines of this place. Well, when I think about home for the holidays, I haven't been home for the holidays in 19 years, ever since we moved out here to start K2. Um, haven't been back home. But it, it, I really wouldn't be anyway because my dad, he's 87 now. And uh, he actually built our house with his own hands. He did the whole thing, built it out in the middle of the country. Uh, it's actually surrounded by trees. It's a forest right around our whole home, out in the middle of nowhere. Did everything except the electrical, okay? He got my uncle to help him with the electrical. <laughs> but other than that, he built the whole thing. And uh, it, what's interesting, when I was thinking about my home in light of the message I have for you guys today, when you live out there in the middle of, uh, of the forest, in the middle of nowhere, if it's a cloudy night, you can't see anything. And one night I was like, probably about a freshman in high school and I was already in bed and I'm laying there quietly. And all of a sudden I hear this, I feel like I hear this noise in my bedroom. So I get really quiet and still and I don't hear anything. Lay back down and all of a sudden I hear this noise again. Lay back down the third time. So this time I'm up and I'm like, okay. And I can't see anything at all. And little did I know my younger brother, Mike, had crawled across the room and he was right here. <laughs> and I was looking and he just sat there and he goes, Wah! like that. And I mean, I blood curdled scream. I can still hear my mom going, David. She was all worried about me. I mean, when it's dark, you can't see a cotton picking thing. And then it reminded me when I was a senior in high school, I was at my girlfriend's house watching a movie. And when the movie got done, I was putting my coat on and the next movie started. And it was a horror movie. And because this is a family show, I won't tell you what was on the screen, but it was pretty scary, can I just say? And then the words came on the screen. The title of the movie was, He Knows You're Alone. <laughs> this is no lie. I had to drive all the, these country back roads we had a long driveway going up to my home and none of my family was home. And it was one of those dark nights, baby. So what did I do? I, I pulled up and I put the bright lights on with the car, left all those on so everything, and then I ran in, unlocked the door and bolted through and I hit every light in that house, ran through and I put them all up to make sure there was nothing was going to scare me, right? And then I blasted the music as loud as I could so I couldn't hear anything either. And then I went to sleep. So here's what we know. Seriously, when you're actually truly in the dark, it can be incredibly frightening. It can be very confusing. 
You have no idea what's out there. And so what do you do when you're in the dark? Well, thank God my dad had my uncle come and help him put the electricity in because we had the ability to flick on the light. And as soon as you had the light, then you can see and everything's fine. Well, this month at K2, we've been talking all month long about how love has shown up at Christmas time. And what I want to share with you tonight, there's a real purpose for love to show up at Christmas. And it is shown with the metaphor of light. Okay. I've asked my beautiful daughter, Mariah, to actually read the scriptures for tonight. I have three scriptures that I want to kind of unpack with you. And I thought it'd be much more helpful to have her read it instead of me. All right. So this is Luke chapter two, part of the classic Christmas story. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I will bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. So it's very interesting. Shepherds, we talked about them a couple weeks ago. If you didn't know, the shepherds were the outcasts of the society. They were the people who were the dregs, the ones who pushed off to the offside. And here they are. What are they doing? They're watching over their flocks when? At night. So here they are. They're out in the dark. And I don't think this is a small thing. And then when the angel of the Lord appears, it says the glory of the Lord shone around them. And that actually, if you look up the Greek word, it's para, which means around, lampo. Wonder where we get that word from. And it shines. So immediately when the announcement Jesus was coming. It came in the dark. And when the angel showed up, the glory of God shone. And what did that light bring? What did that light bring that Christmas? Good news. Anybody want some good news? Great joy. A savior has been born to you and peace to all on whom his favor rests. This was the message of Christmas. Light was coming in to the darkness. Now, here's what's cool. 700 years before that, over 700 years before that, Isaiah actually prophesied that this was going to happen. And he too was using this metaphor of darkness and light to explain what was going to happen and why you're all sitting here and why we're going to celebrate Christmas tomorrow. Okay? So go ahead, Mariah, and we'll read Isaiah chapter 9. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. What a beautiful passage. No more gloom. No more gloom. And actually, that word means darkness, too. No more distress and no more anguish. If you're in darkness or in deep darkness, there is a light that was coming. 
So just real quick, it's Christmas. I don't want to go here for long, but darkness, what is it? All of us have tasted it. All of us have felt it. All of us see it all around us. It's fear, definitely anxiety and and anger. Angst is in darkness. Confusion, again, some of us are living lives of confusion. When you're in the the dark, it's literally, I don't know. And so much of our life, we sit there and we go, I can't figure this out. Despair, heaviness, bondage, relational stuff, relational division, bitterness, injustice, being rejected. I just want you to stop because we're going to get to the good news here really soon. But what's your darkness? What's your darkness? This last year, what was some of those things that felt heavy to you? That maybe brought some despair to you that you're worried about? Anybody bring it? Don't, don't raise your hand. Anybody bring something you're worried about or anxious about or you're heavy? Okay. In the human condition, there's always darkness. Now, some of you are in here and you're like, actually, I'm doing great. Okay. Then when you look around you, when you look around you, there's not one of us in this room doesn't have somebody that we love who's in darkness right now. And some people are in great darkness right now. Or maybe you just look at the general state of the world sometimes and you go, oh my gosh, it's so dark out there. There's darkness. How great is it that Christmas came? That God would say, if you're in darkness or you know someone is, if you happen to be in deep darkness, dawn is coming. Isn't that cool, you guys? I think I said this just recently. Isn't it great? Like how, I, I, I did, but I'm gonna say it again because a lot of you weren't here. How many of you fear that the sun's not gonna come up in the morning? Anybody ever have that fear? You never do because you know it's gonna come up. And what Christmas is telling us, no matter what darkness you have, light is coming. And then the question is, what is it? What is the light that can come in to our darkness. And Isaiah keeps going. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and holding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Light. What is it? It was good news. And it was great joy. And it's peace. It's favor. It's wisdom. He will be called the wonderful counselor. We actually have a God who's ready to help us with every decision that we're trying to make and have wisdom with that. It's strength. He's the almighty. He'll be called the mighty God. It's the everlasting father. As a dad, I think about that. What's that mean? An everlasting father means never ending love. It means provision. It means protection. And then he's the prince of peace. You guys, this is what Christmas was for. You know, it's fun. I, so I started this week as I was thinking about light. I decided, let me just, I'm just going to investigate a little bit about why light, why use the light as metaphor, okay? Do you guys, here, here's some of the benefits of the actual sun, of the physical light to us. Number one, it helps produce melatonin. Anybody need some sleep? 
Isn't that crazy that somehow the sunlight actually helps produce melatonin? Well, melatonin gives us rest. Melatonin also helps reduce stress, which brings peace. That's what physical light does for us when it hits us. Physical light also helps produce vitamin D. What does vitamin D do? Many things, but it strengthens your bones. So the very structure of your being is strengthened because of light. And then it it also enhances your immune system. So there's your protection that's happening because the light is shining on you. Then light also produces serotonin, which is the happy drug, right? (laughs) All of a sudden that's the joy. It's what helps fight off depression. It plays a role in regulating our moods and our emotions, keeping us calm and helping us focus. That's what physical light does to our bodies. Isn't that amazing that that's exactly what the spiritual light does for our souls? Here's the other thing, and we know this, I've already said it, without light, you can't see a thing. And then what would happen if there was no sun? What would happen if there was no sun? We cease to exist. We just die. You have to have the light. And that is why I believe that God is using this metaphor for you today to listen. He just wants to tell every one of us this Christmas that I came to be the light of the world. John, one of his closest disciples who called himself the beloved, he knew he was loved. In his gospel, he starts off with chapter one explaining this. And I've asked Mariah to read this part. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Christmas. Light was coming. Jesus was entering the world, and he says Jesus' life was the light of all mankind. It was giving light to who? Everyone. Everyone. And you guys, this light, don't forget what it is. It is your peace. It is your great joy. It is your favor. It is God's wisdom. It is rest for your soul. It's inner strength. That's what light is. And Jesus' life was the light of all mankind. And I just want to let you know tonight that Jesus wants to do nothing but shine into the deepest places of your heart. He knows you and he loves you and he cares about everything you're going through and he wants to bring his light into it. I thought it was interesting when it said the world didn't recognize him. Even though he created the world, he goes, the world didn't recognize him. And therefore, they didn't receive him. And I was thinking about that, and I'm going, why didn't they recognize him? Why didn't they recognize him? Then I thought, well, I think probably people are going, this can't be right. Thanks, honey, for laughing. (laughs) I didn't think it was that funny, but I'll take it. 
But why, why didn't they recognize him? And I, I, I do, I think people are saying, this can't be right. Being, being a servant isn't the greatest. Like, that's not what I'm going to school for and trying to earn money for so I can be the bottom of the ladder. Wait, wait, being last isn't, being last isn't first. Giving away my stuff and trying, versus trying to accumulate things, loving enemies and blessing them. Who is this guy? A cross? A cross is really gruesome. It's not glorious. But as I kept thinking about it, I thought there was one main thing, you guys, why they didn't see him. Why they couldn't see him, even though he was the light of the world. And I think the biggest thing they couldn't recognize was his grace. I don't think they could recognize his grace. Because in our life, we go, you get what you deserve. This is how this works. You get what you deserve. And so I can think of people saying, man, I've done too many wrong things for God to ever really be able to love me. And then there's other people going, I've done enough good things I don't really need God to be, excuse me, to come into my life. See, I think they couldn't recognize God because he didn't look human at all. And I'm not, he was in the flesh, but I'm talking this. He didn't look human because he didn't demand certain behaviors to be accepted or to be loved. And that's the human way. Every one of us has to try to be something so that somebody will accept us, receive us, love us, welcome us. And here was a guy saying, no, just the opposite. He had a love that was freely given when exactly the opposite thing was deserved. That's why all the religious people definitely couldn't see him. Like, dude, why are you hanging out with all the people who are far away from God? Why do you love them? Why do you eat with them? It's like, you can't be the Messiah. There's no way. That's not how it works. You have to clean your act up and then God will accept you. God comes down in the flesh. He goes, That's the human way. Think about this, man. A full acceptance of someone exactly as they are. That was Jesus. Fully accepting you exactly as you are. Romans 5, 5, my favorite verse maybe in the Bible says, and he did that when people were powerless, when they were ungodly, and when they were sinners. And people were like, no, you guys, every other religion, every other God says, if you get your act together and are good enough, then maybe I'll accept you. And Jesus came in the world with grace. And he said, you know what? I take you exactly as you are. And I love you. And I love you too much to let you stay that way. I want to set you free. I want to transform you, and I want to help you live. Man, that's a love. I've said this. I don't know if there's anything more powerful than if we could be fully known, like fully known and absolutely loved. And that's Jesus. That's that's what he did. And so he looks at us. He looks at every one of us, and he goes, by the way, so I freely offer to forgive you. I freely offer to forgive you. You don't have to clean yourself up. I just want to forgive you. That's how much I love you. And then he goes, and I freely, and this is, I love this, and longingly offers you his life. He goes, I want to give you my 
life. My peace I give you, Jesus said, not as the world gives. I tell you this so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. I'll give you wisdom and guidance and strength and rest and protection and purpose. And I think the world couldn't recognize him or receive him because they just couldn't believe it. Could a God actually love me exactly as I am? And you guys, Christmas came to say, yes, yes, I love you right now, tonight, exactly as you are. And if you let me in, I will totally, totally set you free, forgive you of anything, and I will come in as the light of the world inside of you. You know, I love that because that's what it said in John. Oops, I'm sorry. My notes are messed up. Here we go. When he said that, he said, if anyone believes in me and does receive me, then you'll actually be born of God. See, the light, the light of peace and joy and truth and freedom, he says, you receive me, you receive the light. And now your life has changed. So the world couldn't recognize him or receive him. And I guess I just want to say, how about you tonight? How about you? Could you recognize a God that would love you like that? And that would want to be inside of you to give you all of his goodness? 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says this. God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. I love that verse because you know what it says? I don't flick the light on inside of me. God who said, let there be light, made his light shine in our hearts so we could see the light of his glory, how awesome he is in the face of Jesus. And Jesus is the one who came. He's the one we celebrate because he came to let us to know how much God really loves us. So is his light shining in you? Does his light, has his, have you sensed his light shining in your heart? And can you see the glory? John said, here's the glory of Jesus. He was full of grace and truth. He knows you and he loves you. And if you believe him and you'll receive him into your life, there'll be another birth on Christmas. That's what Jesus said. He goes, I'll actually do something new inside of you and you'll enter my kingdom. And here's the beauty. For all of us in this room who've made that decision, all of us, you guys, who said, yes, Jesus, come in and be a part of my life. God's plan was what? He says, I am the light of the world. And then he says, you are the light of the world. God's plan, you guys, in this world, in your workplace, in your school, in your family, wherever darkness is happening, God is saying, I'm going to fill you with my peace so you can bring peace. I'm going to bring you my joy so you can bring joy. I'm going to give you grace so you can give people grace. I'm going to forgive you of everything so you can forgive everybody of everything. What an amazing plan that God had to fill each one of us with his spirit so that we could bring his love into the world. Ephesians 5, 8, and 9 says this. Once you were full of darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So walk as children of light. For this light within you 
produces only what is good and right and true. Hey, all of us who are Christians, if you're a follower of Jesus, can I encourage you this Christmas season, maybe this week between Christmas and New Year, to just take some time and go, huh, just remember, first of all, on Christmas, maybe even before all the presents happen and all the gifts and all the fun tomorrow, we just take a silent moment and just remember the light and the freedom and the peace and the joy and the love that we've received. And then, how are you going to bring that into 2023? Who are you going to love that needs your love? Who are you going to forgive that needs your forgiveness? Who are you going to accept that no one accepts? Who are you going to reach out to and bring light into their life, just like Jesus came and brought his life into ours? Guys, if we do that, Merry Christmas will actually last all year long. All year long. That's what Jesus wants to do. All right? So the band's gonna come up and we're gonna take just a few minutes. Um, They have a beautiful song called Noel, which means Christmas. And uh, they're actually gonna perform this one for us. And I would love for you just to take a moment, for some of you in in this room, just to sit there and go, Jesus, I could really use your peace right now. I could really use your joy. I could use some wisdom. And he just simply says, you guys, that's why I came. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. If you need me, he says, come to me and I will give you grace and mercy to help you in your need. He didn't just come to earth once and then leave us and abandon us. He came to earth so he could be with us all the time. So if you need him during the song, just make it a prayer of like, Jesus, just come, just come and give me what I need. All right. And at the same time, maybe the rest of us can just sit there and go, Jesus, how can I bring you into this world? How can I bring you into my family this Christmas? How can I bring you into my workplace, into my friendships, into my school? Because you are the light of the world. And now you've made me that too. All right. So Ben, take it away. Let's, let's take this moment and meditate with them. <laughs>